Welcome to This Dad Reads, a bookish podcast spanning genres and fandoms. I'm your host, Jason. It's a new year, so we're talking reading goals and what to expect from Star Wars. What is going on, my fandom friends? I hope everyone is doing well out there. Welcome to 2024, everyone. Uh, We are well into January as of this recording, and I hope everyone is kind of getting back into the rhythm of things, whether that be kind of jumping it back into school, into jobs, into regular life. I know it seems kind of boring after kind of the excitement of the holidays and, you know, all the decor comes down. It's a little bit sad, right? It's a little bit sad, but I'm kind of a creature of habit, and so I kind of like getting back into, you know, normal, regular life. So to me, there's a little bit of comfort in that. I don't know if anyone else feels the same way, but I know I'm a little bit weird sometimes when it comes to stuff like that. But having said that, it's a new year. I've kind of been doing that thing everyone's been doing where you kind of take stock of, you know, where you are, what are you doing? I, I don't really set resolutions. I've said this in past episodes, but I'm not really a resolution type of person. But I do feel like this is kind of a good time to reset just think about, you know, what's important to, to you um, and in your life and to your family's life and kind of the culture of your, of your family. That's something that my wife and I really take take seriously is kind of the, how we are forming the culture of our household. So it's a really good time to take stock and to just, you know, think about things. And if if you are a resolution person, what do you what kind of resolutions are you making? What goals do you have for the new year? Um which leads me right into the first thing I want to talk about is reading goals for the new year. Obviously, all my reading friends out there, all my bookish folks, we are all thinking about did we achieve our goals in terms of what we read in 2023 and how do we want to improve on that or adjust that for the new year. And I'm going to start by saying I've seen a lot of um, uh, conversations um, going on about this online, especially on Threads. Threads has been a really cool new spot for, I feel like it's kind of the new Twitter. Uh, Obviously, I know a lot of people probably agree with me there, but Threads has been really fun because the bookish community is kind of coming together uh, in a a different way over there. It feels really nice and um, conversational and communal. Anyway, um, I've been seeing a lot of people talking about their reading goals for the new year, and a lot of people are kind of scaling back, just saying like, I'm not even going to focus on a number of books. I'm just going to focus on reading for fun or just kind of going at my own pace, or I'm going to focus on, you know, just kind of doing whatever is best for them. And I, first of all, have to say that's a very healthy way to look at things. So bravo to the book community for just being real adults. I feel like that in, you know, in terms of just kind of taking stock of your life and what's what's important, that's a really mature way to look at things. And so I applaud everyone who is kind of taking a different look at the way that they mark their goals. For me, um, I had already decided towards the end of last year that I was going to reduce my book number goal. I, I'm still going to give myself a book goal. I feel like a lot of people still do. For me, it's a good way to kind of mark um, and make sure that I'm staying on track with not just the things that I have to do, but the things that I want to do. Like I have a huge TBR like everybody else does. And if I don't give myself some sort of goal to work towards, then I'm just going to not do anything or I'm going to just end up disappointing myself at the end of the year. So having said that, I will say that um, I've been doing kind of the bookstagramming, book reviewing thing for about three years. And sometimes it can kind of feel like a grind. Um, I, I'll just be completely honest here. I, I get books that I... that publishers are kind enough to send me, or um, maybe I'll get a message from an author asking to review their book. And those are always super kind. And I love to be able to do that because that's kind of why I started doing this in the first place. I wanted to kind of support authors and um, publishers 
and um, kind of bring my skills to the table in terms of, you know, my reading pace and how I review things. And that's something that I want to do and I like to do. Sometimes that can feel almost like a side hustle. And while I still enjoy that, I feel like sometimes I've taken opportunities to do something that have taken me away from doing other things that I really want to do. So having said that, um, I'm not going to get away from doing book reviews or to partnering with publishers or authors. I still love doing that, hear me say. Um, But I'm going to choose the book that I'm reading based off of what I want to do next. I've sometimes gotten to... um, a place, even with Star Wars, like an IP that I absolutely love. But if I'm reading too many Star Wars books in a row, I start getting burnt out and I start to kind of glaze over. And I feel like I need a little bit of variety in order for me to kind of stay engaged and stay stay excited. So um, I literally have books that I bought, you know, years ago, still sitting on my shelf, books that um, I got from either little libraries or things like that, or used book sales that at the time I bought them, like, oh, I'm so excited about this book. So I am going to be chipping away at my physical TBR the most this year. That's my goal. Unless I have some time-sensitive release for new releases. New releases will always pop to the top. That's just how it goes. That's part of the gig. New releases will come to the top. I'm going to talk about some of those in a little bit. But um, I love being able to partner and um, share the excitement with new book releases. And I will continue to be reading those things um, early and getting reviews up early. But that's where I'm headed for 2024. I want to focus on books that I want to read and things that are going to excite me and keep me wanting to sit there and just devouring a book. And I, I I, don't know if I even said this yet. I, My book goal for this year is 30 books. My goal last year was 60, which I hit. But I'm going to reduce it to 30, um, knowing that I will likely go over that. But I feel like that just gives me a little bit of a slower, calmer pace. I can take my time. Um, And if there's pressure to read more, that's just coming straight from me and not from like a goal that's just been plucked out of the air that's sitting on Goodreads and just taunting me. Um, So that's where I'm at for this year. Before I jump into my last current next, I asked a few friends uh, from the book community online to share with me what they are doing in terms of reading goals and what their last current nexts are. So I'm going to kick it over to them right now. Hi, I'm Nick from Read Star Wars with me over on Instagram. And I wanted to thank Jason for uh, letting me come on and talk a little bit about what I've been reading and some of my reading goals for this year. I've just recently finished reading the novelization of The Phantom Menace. And I enjoy reading through that. I feel like it did a really good job uh, showing Anakin's Force abilities, uh, maybe even getting a better sense in the book than you did in the movie. Uh, I think the book definitely lends itself towards getting more of what was going on inside Anakin's mind. And that really allowed you to get a really good sense of how powerful he was in the Force. Um, I'm currently reading Crime and Punishment. Um which jury's still out if that's punishment or a crime, I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel like that's a, considered a classic book, so I wanted to read through that. Uh, I'm also in the middle of my annual reading of The Lord of the Rings, and I'm currently working through uh, The Two Towers. The Lord of the Rings are some of my favorite books and movies, and I try to read through those every year, and I'm currently right in the middle of The Two Towers, really enjoying reading those. Uh, I'm really excited about some books that are coming out um, from the Star Wars, The High Republic. Those will be the books that I uh, work through next. As far as my reading goals go, uh, this year my goal is to read through uh, 100 books. Now that sounds like a lot, but I count pretty much everything as a book. So if 
it's a children's book that I read to my kids at night, I'm going to count that. Whether it's um, 20 pages or 650, like Crime and Punishment, I will count it as a book read. Uh, Just wanted to thank Jason again for letting me come on. Hope you all have a great day. Hello, this is Morgan, aka Not a Force User, and I'm one of the admin behind the Star Wars Book Community podcast. I regularly read about two to three hundred books a year, so my reading goals for 2024 are based more around quality than they are around quantity. In particular, I want to focus on reading diversely, both in terms of the types of stories that I read and the voices behind those stories. My last, current, and next reads, I think, are reflective of this. I recently finished the Squire graphic novel by author Nadia Shamas and illustrator Sarah Alfagi. I'm currently reading the Afrofuturist novel The Lesson by Cadwell Turnbull, and my next read will be Most Ardently, a Pride and Prejudice remix by Gabe Cole-Navoa. Thank you again for reaching out, Jason. Huge thanks to Nick and Morgan for submitting their last current next and what they are doing in terms of reading goals for this new year. Please go give them a follow. I will link their social handles in the description of this episode. So they post great content online. Morgan is one of the Star Wars book community folks um, doing the podcast. Nick is a really cool guy who reads a ton. Uh, he had a, he blows my reading goals out of the water. So both really cool folks. Please go check them out. So let's dive now into my last current next. So the last book I read was The Hunger Games, book number one by Suzanne Collins. Now, this is not the first time I read this book. I uh, read this book a long time ago, um, very close to when it was first published. I was not as as avid of a book reader as I am now. I was probably in my mid-20s. I was working full-time. I didn't have kids yet. Um, I had a co-worker who was um, really into reading, and this series kind of popped up and said that her and her sister were really into it and let me know that a movie was coming out soon. I said, oh, cool, Like, I, that sounds interesting. So I picked up the first book and I absolutely loved it. So I devoured it, I loved the whole trilogy. Um, I, of course, like saw all the movies when they came out, um, I was a big fan. So when Ballad of Songbird and Snakes, the film came out recently, um, me and my current group of coworkers were talking about it and um, I found out that a number of the people uh, in my job had never, full, none of them had fully read the entire Hunger Games series. So I said, uh, we're putting a stop to that right now. So I'm basically forcing uh, four of my (laughs) coworkers to do a buddy read of the Hunger Games trilogy with me. So I finished the first book. I still loved it. It was still very enjoyable. Um, So I will be dragging them along (laughs) as as we finished all the other books. And I want to go through and read them in publication order and then read Ballad of Songbird and Snakes for me again, which I also really enjoyed. So that was my first book that I finished. in 2024. The book that I am currently reading is I Jedi by Michael A. Stackpole, which is part of the latest wave of the Essential Legends collection from Del Rey from Star Wars. It's a Star Wars book, if you don't know. Um, This book is chunky, y'all. It is a big one, and I am actually really enjoying it. It features Corrin Horn, who is front and center in the Rogue Squadron series, which Stackpole also wrote which were a little bit hit hit or miss for me. I didn't love those books. I've said before here, and I think on the um, Star Wars Book Community podcast that I I love pilots and I love the camaraderie and the storylines that comes with kind of fighter pilot stories, but I don't love a lot of descriptive action in terms of like 
what goes on in fighter pilot like battles so i my eyes glaze over and i don't it's hard for me to follow the action for some reason i don't know it's just it's not really my thing when it comes to book content but i i jedi however is a very uh focused first person narrative from corn horn's perspective on him deciding to basically train as a jedi in luke skywalker's um new jedi academy it is in the new republic it is obviously legends material at this point but it is really good so far i'm about halfway through i'm enjoying it i don't want to put it down it's a little bit um i'll save my full judgment for later i will be writing a full review of this book for tattooingtimes.com once i'm done so um time will tell time will tell i'm enjoying it i i kind of want to keep devouring it to see what happens next so i'm enjoying it so far the next book that I'm going to read is Escape from Valo by Daniel Jose Older and Alyssa Wong. This is the next High Republic release coming on January 30th, 2024. That's right. We already have a new Star Wars book coming up. It is a middle grade novel. It is um, the next book in phase three. I am so excited. I have seen the excitement that Alyssa and Daniel have been sharing on Twitter and online. I know they are very stoked about this book. Um, I know very little about it. I do know that it is introducing a number of new characters. So if it's anything like other stuff Daniel has written, I'm sure it's going to be a wild, good, funny, heartfelt, emotional time. So I'm stoked to see how Alyssa is going to bring their skills to the table and how they work together as co-authors. I kind of love these co-writes when different authors can kind of bring their skills to the table and they play off each other. So I'm really excited to see how Escape of Valo pans out. I literally cannot wait to start reading it. Um, also for the fact that it comes out in a couple weeks. And so, like I said before, um, I got to do my due diligence, get my stuff up there so I can um, share the excitement on release day. So I would also love to have um, Daniel and Alyssa on the show at some point. So fingers crossed that that happens and we can discuss Escape of Valo on the show together in the near future. Alright, I think it's time to bring in Casey78. Casey, where are you, my man? Ah, there you are. Hey, I want to get you in here because I think we need to have a conversation about what we're excited about for Star Wars in the new year. I know. So a lot of a lot of my book community friends, we talked about um, what we loved in 2023 on my last episode, but now, obviously, it's the start of a new year, looking ahead at what all is to come. So I want to ask you, what are you most excited about for 2024? Oh, I agree with you. I just heard that there's going to be new episodes of Young Jedi Adventures coming out in February. They showed a quick teaser recently, and I saw Bell Zetafar there again. I know. And I saw Lena So, the Chancellor. So I think there's going to be a lot of fun things to look forward to in Young Jedi Adventures. Stoked to have more episodes. Stoked to have my kids be, you know, excited out of their minds that Nubs is back on the screen. And for me, you reminded me, thank you, Casey, you reminded me, I am excited this year for free comic book day happening in May that Nubs is making his comic book debut in the free comic book day coming out later this year. It's by Daniel Jose Older. I know Andy Duggan did um, is going to be the artist for that. I am so stoked for that. Um, this was something, Casey, you were in the room, but I didn't mention it at the time that while we were kind of... Um, not recording when I talked to Daniel last month, I gave him a prediction that I thought 
that Nubs was going to make a, his comic book appearance this year. Or I, or I thought Nubs was going to join the High Republic Adventures cast at some point because I feel like the Young Jedi Adventures kids are at the age where if they kind of age up with some of these um, stories, they can kind of make their debut in um, High Republic Adventures or be the next kind of generation of that. And so I said that to Daniel and I said, I'm I actually, guys, spoiler alert, I wasn't allowed to ask this question because Lucasfilm blocked it. So that gave me some sort of <laughs> message that this was co- this was a question that I shouldn't be asking. But Daniel made me ask him anyway because he wanted to know. And he was a very good liar, everyone. He <laughs> had the best poker face and I have it on tape somewhere. And if I can play it, I'm going to add it to this episode. Um, but basically, he did a really good job. And literally, like the next day was when they announced the free comic book day cover. And I was like, dang you, Daniel. <laughs> I knew it. I was right. And uh, he he did a really good job of keeping a straight face. So Lucasfilm, nothing to worry about there. Your authors weren't going and saying anything they weren't supposed to say. But uh, I was pretty proud of myself that I got one right there. <laughs> Something that I know all High Republic fans are stoked out of their mind for in 2024 is, of course, the Acolyte series coming to Disney Plus at some point. Um, Lucky folks at Star Wars Celebration last year got to see the teaser trailer. That trailer in full has still not been released. I've seen snippets of it um, online that have been just kind of sneakily recorded. And I know Lucasfilm has been doing a good job of keeping all of those taken down or whatever. But I at least just want to see the teaser This is something that I have a lot of high hopes for. I try to keep my expectations low and minimal when it comes to things like this, but I can't help it. This is set at the tail end of the High Republic era. We already know Vernestra Rowe is going to be in it. Um, And uh, I just can't wait. I have utter confidence that the creatives behind this series are taking care to um, nurture the storylines that we all know and love and the characters from the High Republic and build something new. Uh, and I think it's going to be like a bridge, right, to kind of the prequel era. So um, I just literally, I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to say it right here. I'm speaking it into existence. I am trying to make it my goal in 2024 to get to the Acolyte premiere in LA. If they're holding a premiere in LA, I really want to get there. I live in the state. I live in California. So this is this is one of my 2024 goals that I would love to get to that premiere. Um, or if anything, to have some sort of higher public meetup around that time in the LA area. So if you're in the LA area and this sounds like something you would love to do, please let me know. Shoot me a DM. I would love to kind of get early interest going for people who would want to do something like that. I think it'd be super fun, um, a great way for the community to come together and celebrate something from our favorite era being exposed to a brand new huge audience and especially making its live action debut, right? Obviously, phase three of the High Republic is going to kick off. It already has kicked off at the end of 2023 with the Eye of Darkness, but we have Escape from Valo, like I said, um, as the new middle grade coming up. And then in March, we already have Defy the Storm, another co-write by Justina Ireland and Tessa Gratton. Stoked out of my mind for this one. I just received this book early as well from my friends at Disney. Um, The cover alone by Corey Bricky, if you don't know, you need to go check it out. Pause this episode, go Google Defy the Storm, look at the cover, and then gawk at it for as long as you need and come back. I'll, I'll wait. But this cover art is stunning. Um, I cannot wait to dive into this book. I am going to really struggle to not read it right after I read Escape from Valo, but since it comes out in March, this is one of those things where my fan, I want to devour it now and know what happens and read it. But 
if I do that, by the time the book releases, I will probably have read a couple more books and I will forget. So this is one of those things where timing for me is really crucial. So I'm probably going to wait a little bit. I'll probably read it in February because I want it to be at the top of mind when it comes out and be as stoked uh, about it as everyone else is going to be when it comes out. Um, we have a number of other things continuing to come from Phase 3 in Star Wars from the Higher Republic, which I'm obviously so excited about. The ongoing Marvel comic book series, um, the Higher Republic Adventures continuing on, and a number of um, new books um, along the way, right? Outside of the High Republic, we have from John Jackson Miller, who I don't believe has written a Star Wars book for quite some time. Coming out in April is The Living Force. Um, I know prequel fans are freaking out because this is set in the prequel trilogy. I know it's focusing on the Jedi Council. The cover's already been released. I'm really excited about that one. Um, We have more waves of the Essential Legends collection coming. Man, we have Temptation of the Force by Tessa Grattan, which is another High Republic novel. There's just so much coming our way this year and things that we don't even know about yet that uh, that's to me, I've said this before too, that to me is most exciting. Things that we don't know are coming that are coming. Um, Those are the things that I'm excited about. So I know there's going to be tons of comics coming that have been announced and not been announced. What are miniseries? Some of the comic book miniseries last year were some of my favorite stories in Star Wars. So some of those unknown comic book series are what I'm excited about this year. Casey, any final thoughts on what you're excited about in 2024? I'm so excited to to continue to make episodes with you. Um, Thanks, Casey. I appreciate that. For all the things that we're going to experience together, I'm excited about that too. Love you, bud. So before I wrap this episode up, I just want to say that by the time this episode comes out, I will officially have been on Bookstagram and doing online bookish stuff for three years, which to me is so crazy and wild. I started doing this um, during the pandemic and in a time when I needed something that was just for me. And I've come to realize that this is not just for me. This is for us. Um, The community that I have gotten to know and love online in regards to books and Star Wars has added to my life in a way that I was definitely not expecting. The friends that I've made, the connections that I've had, um, both in person and online, and will continue to make. um, That's what I'm also excited about for 2024 is engaging with more folks, um, hopefully going to some more conventions and getting to talk and meet people who are just fans of books and stories and Star Wars and you guys are really the best type of fans out there. And being a part of this group of folks has just really added to my life in a way that I was not expecting at all. So um, I love you all. It's been such a pleasure and a joy. And I want to continue to do this as long as I possibly can. Um, Obviously, life today looks different probably for everyone than it did three years ago. But I'm a big believer in marking moments and just um, acknowledging that, you know, a certain amount of time has passed and here's here's what I want to focus on going forward. So I really appreciate you all. Thank you for continuing to listen in and support me and this, this show and what I do online, my little kind of corner of the internet. Um, I really consider you all friends and I value you very, very much. So thank you very much. I'm excited to see what the new year holds for all of us. So happy 2024 and let's go get it, you guys. And like I always say, take us out, Casey. Thank you so much for listening. For more of my content, visit my website at thisdadreads.com for full book reviews, interviews, and articles. Follow me on socials at thisdadreads on Twitter and Instagram. This Dad Reads, the podcast, is produced by Erebus Industries and me. Special thanks to my editor, Jeremy Tuttle, and Tacoma Media for the use of their song Bounce. 
If you like what you've heard, please subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and leave me a five-star review. It really helps. Catch you next time.